Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everything in between, welcome back to the Kevin Clifton Show. And um, I've got Josh Keefe on the show this week, hey. and I've been really excited to uh, get Josh on. One, because um, we're working together um, at Strictly Come Dancing at the moment. What's your official we title, are. Josh? I am the assistant to the creative director and like a co-choreographer. Assistant to the creative director, which is Jason Gilkerson, and, uh, and co-choreographer. I'm strictly. Um, Drags a chair. I've known Josh for years, like, like at least a hundred years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to like see him compete at Blackpool and stuff. We're both Blackpool, from the, from the, the competition world. Um, <laughs> and our assembly practice sessions, the sweaty sesh practice sessions we would do every single night of the week when we had like five pounds to our name yeah and it was seven pounds for the practice session yes. so we were like struggling with an IOU oh. with the practice studio I'll pay you back I promise and everyone would be so stressed out yeah but we're so thin and fantastically talented and working hard towards our dreams but just couldn't afford anything <laughs> oh, those are the those days, are the days. <laughs> um, but also Josh has um, has been how many seasons have you done on, on Dancing with the Stars in Australia just two 2015 and this year 2019 yeah so uh, a couple of seasons on uh, Dancing with the Stars in Australia so we've got loads in common and most interestingly um, Josh competed on the last series of, of Dancing with the Stars um, with Courtney Act. Courtney Act. Who oh. is a drag queen. Yes. And um, I think with, with the interesting topic at the moment, anyone who's seen my Twitter recently, um, we seem to be debating it quite a lot at the moment. Um, Lots of opinions lo being thrown around. Yeah, about um, same-sex couples, whether it's a good thing or not, whether it should be introduced on Strictly... Um, I did say sort of on, thing. I did say on your Twitter account that I would dance with you, mate. I would love to dance with you. <laughs> I would be honoured. <laughs> um, but before we get to that, like that'll be the. I think that'll probably be the main bit of what we talk about. Mm. Um, so tell us, how did uh, you get into dancing, and and like why did you do it? So, our creative director Jason Gilkerson's mother has a schools program. And she used to go around to all the schools in Perth, uh, Western Australia, where, was, where Jason's from as well. And uh, my school, um, South Perth, which is also where um, South Perth, uh, St. Columbus in South Perth, that's where right. Jason went to school. I went to the same school a couple of years later. His mum took those courses, the classes with the school, and I ended up taking those courses as well. And <laughs> as a result, someone in the class said, oh, I really I do these outside of school. And I'm like, I didn't even know they were a thing. So I said to my mum, I want to do these classes. And then I ended up finding another studio um, unrelated to um, Jason's mum uh, called Humphreys. And I started learning there on a Saturday and then one thing kind of just it just kind of kept on growing and one day one of the mums said oh why don't you dance with my daughter in competitions and my mum and I were like oh, I don't really know what that means but yeah okay we'll give it a go and then just started competitions at about 10 I think I was 10 or 11. Um, Did you enjoy those things in school like like was it like a good thing or was it yeah. a thing that like oh I've got to do this dancing thing again well, I think some uh, some kids mostly boys were a little bit resistant kind of like oh what is this but because we'd done it every year at school it was quite normal for us yeah um, but I enjoyed it I thought well, actually this is nice and I did lots of stuff I did like rugby and hockey as a kid 
I did some other activities, but oh, jujitsu I did as well. But everything that I did, I didn't really click with. Mm. Um, so I was a bit more of an arty kid, as I found mm. out a bit later. And yeah, and then I just ended up uh, getting just a bit of a feel for it. I think I just enjoyed the music side of it because it okay. exposed us to um, like Latin American and those beautiful ballroom like songs and that, which we don't really have all the time in on yeah. Australian radio. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I, re- I for some reason I connected with them as a kid. Um, hmm. I was like, this is beautiful. So yeah, I think that was that was it. That's cool. I haven't had that answer yet. Where someone says they connect, they enjoyed the connection to the music. Mm. Like a lot of. The yep. general answer to any of like these sort of performing things is like, I just, you know, I just always wanted to dance or wanted to sing, or it becomes like, mm. you know, I wanted the career. I wanted to do something. I wanted the career as a performer. No, oh, That's no. interesting that you just connected to the music. I and think just I'm enjoy. a very different being when it comes to that stuff. I, I love, uh, like, I remember getting really, really excited about certain pieces of music. And then we went to competition. I was always... When I started competition, I did medals. We have medals. I don't know if you guys yeah, have yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, medal tests. So we yeah. did those as well. And I didn't love the performance side of things. I was a bit shy. And dancing helped me work through that. It, kind of, it gave me a bit of a, a platform to, uh, to talk to myself and say, what's the deal here? Like, mm. how can we push through these little personal barriers that we have and kind of and put yourself in the spotlight and be okay with it? Because mm. I was pretty shy as a kid. I, didn't, mm. I would be the one that would try and disappear in a room. Mm. So. <laughs> yeah no I totally relate to that I was I was the same like like I was I was always that kid that was sort of with within my family or like closest friends I'd be really loud and boisterous and yes. like can't shut me up yeah, yeah like yeah. like oh Kevin stop talking like, like just <laughs> quiet for a minute but in a group of people mm. like a big bigger group of people yeah. uh, especially if there's other sort of Loud, loud kids, yeah, big personalities yeah. around. I, I would always shut down and be the real, the quiet kid in the corner. Yeah, yeah, I can relate to that a lot. And, and like the dancing sort of became that thing where it was like it was like it becomes your thing to sort of yeah. express yourself without being in that yeah. big social group. It's like your own little superpower, mm. um, especially as a kid. Yeah, people are like, oh, you're you're actually okay at that. And you're like, what? I'm okay at something. This is awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and did you ever experience, because there's, there's big discussions at the moment about, like, boys dancing, and which mm. is what I'm really interested in talking about at the moment, because um, uh, a couple of months ago, there was that moment where an American anchor made a comment about um, the young prince, uh, Prince George, like, having ballet lessons and was sort oh, of laughing right. at him. And, yeah. and then it sparked this big sort of outrage about, and the whole conversation started up about, masculinity and boys dancing and mm. stuff and i don't know did you ever because you were a kid and you and you were dancing especially like ballroom dancing it's not like hip-hop dancing but were you i don't know did you ever experience any sort of bullying or or, or was it not yes. like that um yeah absolutely i was like, primary school i got it and then in high school because i went to an all boys school i was like oh no here we go uh, uh, yeah i got i got a bit but i had such uh strong guidance from parents so i was you know i was i was pretty lucky i was very loved and i was very looked after as a as a child so i had um the security of that to kind of to back Mm. me and then i also as a kid i was fairly stubborn in that i knew that i didn't always agree with what everyone else thought and did Mm. and i was quite happy with that i didn't Mm. so yeah I, i you kind of I don't know. I think you build a thick skin as a kid. Um, 
not that everyone like yeah, it's pretty hard right you kind of you don't want to live in a bubble mm. you do need those tough times to realize what the good times are to, you know to build a bit of character but i think shaming boys for dancing is just hilarious like you've got to look at cultures like like china or russia or italy where that is actually uh, something exceptional especially for a boy and it's praised mm. like within their cultures it's praised whereas the western cultures there's like this really heavy almost toxic masculinity where if we do anything that appears to be feminine because someone has decided that this is feminine then um you're either you know you're either a sissy or you're gay mm. or whatever and it's like well you know at, at what point do you kind of go well, listen what is the problem with being a sissy and what is the problem with being gay and what if what is the problem with someone being in touch mm. with their feminine side or their creative side or their musical side or their soft side what's the problem mm, yeah yeah <laughs> but i also wonder why why dancing sort of became that why why the perception of boys dancing be- became that because like if yeah. i don't know if you look back at, at like e- even within our own sort of western culture like you look at uh, the likes of Gene Kelly's and, and Fred Astaire's yeah. and all that and, and I'm at, I, I sort of feel like in wartime you know World yeah. War II sort of era it would have been if you could if you're a guy that could dance it would be seen as quite a cool thing yeah. by like the girls or whatever or it would be it'd be quite like the Gene Kelly's and that people would look up to and they'd think they were wicked or the Frank Sinatra's he'd do singing and dancing in movies and, and, yeah. and whatever these were the sort of cool people actually but, I think you're very right that's a really good call but it's weird now that like when did it turn yeah what <laughs> happened like where where did it suddenly become oh you're a dancer uncool mm. or whatever yeah mm. i don't know it's weird isn't it well, no, like, i just think it's i think it's a, a, a part of the population that just can't do it or can't relate so there must have been a gap somewhere where it was part of it was part of life in general and then it's gone through a period where it wasn't part of life and then people can't relate to it anymore so mm. whether it's stopped you know i don't know look at all those movies like greece and things like that i grew up on all those movies yeah, and dirty yeah. dancing and it was mm. amazing it was like yeah travolta and yeah. Swayze and so all the, those people yeah like, this is i mean like it was hot yeah um and then all of a sudden it wasn't you're like what did i miss yeah like yeah. i mean in Aust- i can speak for you know living in australia and growing up in australia everything's about sport so if you're not good at sport as a kid, uh, that's pretty tough because a lot of the other kids are pretty fit. The parents are, you know, sporty. They're sporty. Their brothers and sisters are sporty. My family wasn't really into sport that much. They loved watching like rugby and stuff like that, but we weren't really like like outgoing sporty kind of family going and doing lots of physical activities. So I didn't really grow up on that. So um, couldn't relate to it. Mm. Did lots of other activities like baseball and um yeah baseball hockey rugby um we call it soccer you guys have football and yeah i just didn't really connect with them mm. so i was like i'm just running around <laughs> yeah 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 make me run around the music <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's but it's funny like on this sort of masculinity thing because like when i um would go to blackpool and i'd be i used to love watching all the different like competitions especially like the latin american events and i would watch yeah. like the pros and the amateurs and the youth and i Amazing. think there was one year when you were sort of up at the top of the youths i think it was yes maybe up at the top of the yeah and i, think and I the, might have been the year after you made the final i think i don't know i can't, I can't. so there wasn't a kevin clifton when i was there i mean you might have been there but i think you're a bit younger 
I don't know. There was one. I can't remember when it was, but there was one. Com- there was one year when, like, because I always have this memory of like the Aussies coming over. It was, it was oh, always yeah. like a thing. Here come the Aussies, and then they'd always have that end of Blackpool, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, you yeah, know, like yeah. the Aussies would come over and the right of the pack. stage, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and there always seemed to be like every couple of years a new one come along that looked really good and, and yeah. whatever, and, and we were all like, oh for God's sake, where did they come another from? Another one, yeah. And I remember there was there was one year, and I remember watching you, and I remember thinking that you dance with a real sort of masculine style. Oh, okay, yeah. I remember, I remember watching you and thinking, like, I wish, I wish I had that more sort of like, because I've, I've always been a bit extra as a dancer, a bit, a bit over the top. And there's some, some I think people it's great. Have that natural kind of, I don't know. I'd like, say you're um, pretty masculine when you dance, though. I don't know. I think I'm rough. I think that's my, that might be the difference. Like, right. you probably have a, a bit more kind of finesse in class, whereas I'm just, I think sometimes I'm quite rough. Right. Um, but that's kind of how we grew up. My teacher was right. Michael Baker when I was growing up, and he was awesome. Everything was about power and speed. Mm. And yeah, that's big, how I think of you when I dance in, like, and that's in what, competition. Yeah, yeah, so if I ever had any doubt, I would just go harder and faster and more powerful <laughs> yeah. and more aggressive and be like, bah! And you're like, you could see me for like a kilometre. Yeah, 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 definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it was wicked. I always used to love it. Oh, thanks. But, it's, but it, yeah, it's, it's just... I can't sort of uh, work it out in my brain where there's where this perception comes from of, of yeah. like you know when they're like oh boys dancing that's a bit yeah. weird or a bit feminine or whatever because like I don't know I, I think of people like you and I always think of you just coming on the floor and just sort of dominating the floor and being yeah yeah fast and powerful and and masculine and yeah that. I don't know. I think, yeah, I, I, I think you're always scared of things that you don't know anything about as yeah, well. Um, yeah. And then you kind of learn a little bit about them and what it means to people and you kind of start to relate. It's just when people can't be bothered relating, mm. then you kind of run into problems because it's just ignorance a bit <laughs> some mm. of the time. Like, I don't know, it's like, why do people... Why do people do certain sports or why do they, you know, follow certain arts or why do they believe in this way of life or that way of life? It's Is it generational? Is it like... Um, is it what affects them in like you know within their circles or their um, their life from day to day I don't know yeah yeah hard who to know, know but. who knows but now Dance With The Stars we've both gone competitions and then yeah you, you went never to did sta- burn the floor. No, you, I, did, you it, went to stage and I stayed in the comp scene for it's like It's mad forever. that you never did burn the floor. <laughs> I, I know. Because you're so like one of the burn the floor guys. Like, oh, and I love everyone. Like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like, I spent a lot of time with the burn the floor guys over the last few years, like just doing the shows and that. Yeah. Um, and even this year on Strictly, because everyone, there's a, most, lots of people have Most done, people on yeah. Dancing with the Stars are Strictly all over the world. And I'm like, have, how did I never do this? You guys yeah. are amazing. Like, and just awesome. It's such a good culture. Um, yeah. I am a little bit uh, upset that I never did that. So who knows? It could. There's still time. We're going to do a season. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, okay, tick. <laughs> um, but then both of our careers led us to Dancing with the Stars, mm. or Strictly Come Dancing, as it's yeah. called here. Um, so, yeah, how was that for you? Um, I was. Well, I came from, you know, competition background. So mm. when you clocked off at. How old were you? Uh, so 2000 and end of 2007 is when I left. How, how old would oh, really? that make me? 20. Yeah. I would have just turned 25. Yeah. So I was 26. Okay. Right. And yeah. then I left to join 
The circus, aka Burn the Floor. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So I kept, I had just started with uh, my Italian partner, Sarah, in that year. Right. Um, which was just the start of everything amazing for me. Mm. And we went on to be pros, uh, went on to be like, you know, made world finals and mm. semifinals and, and like Blackpool and that was awesome. So I just stayed on that path for a while, which was pretty awesome. I got to learn a lot more about the dancing and answer all the questions that I wanted to answer in my head as a kid, like about technique and how things worked. And, and then around 31, uh, 2012, 2013, actually, we decided to end that. And then for me, it was kind of, it was like, okay, well, I've done the comp stuff. My body is able to, to do all this stuff really, really well. That's great. But I don't love the comp stuff anymore. I'm not getting any satisfaction from it mm, yeah that's uh, what i got to and sarah got that as well so sarah said listen i'm going to go back to italy <laughs> have a really wonderful life i was like you know what <laughs> sounds amazing <laughs> so i stuck in i stayed along in hong kong and then i i think i was just searching for something else and i was like you know what i don't know about this tv stuff and i thought i'll give it a go did it 2015 and i was like well that was interesting um trying to teach someone from scratch mm. uh how to and I had a model in my first year, Samantha right. Harris, who was just like, I, we hit it off. It was great. Yeah. And just trying to figure out, and I was also an experienced teacher, but teaching someone from scratch to be ready for a show in a week is a whole nother skill set. And I, I don't know if I was ready for it at that point. I was much better this year. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think that what's so amazing about like things like Dancing with the Stars and Strictly is we actually get to... Um, we get to show the public how awesome it is to do dancing. And these people that trust us, that put their dancing or their little, um, their, basically their contract in our hands, mm. <laughs> yeah. we get to play with them and make them sparkly and shiny and strictify them. Was it strictify? Strictify. Yeah, 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 strictify yeah. yeah, that's a word now. And but... then they fall in love with dancing most of the time. And it's like, oh, it'll be so good to be able to like do that for everyone. Mm, that's the best bit, isn't it? When yep. you see them like really loving, start it. to really fall in love with it. Mm. With, like for like Stacey last year, there was, there was a point where, oh, like, and yeah. she says now, like she, she she'll she'll say ballroom is life. Yes, but and just for that to come out of someone's mouth that I've never even experienced it or yeah. like knew anything about it a year ago, now says, "Well, ballroom is life. I live for ballroom dancing." So good. But, yeah, it's such an awesome buzz, isn't it? Yeah, um, it feels lovely. But yeah, I love what it's doing for you know for dancing in general, uh, platforming it in the public eye, really, really positively. It's like the only thing on TV that's positive. So if you look at all the mm. other shows that are um, reality based. There's always this drama or, or this one's with that one or that one's with this one and blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one's, this one's about like, here's a celebrity. You didn't know them maybe as well before, but we're going to show you what they go through on this journey with this other person. Mm. And it's, it's like an arranged marriage pretty much. You get <laughs> locked in this relationship for however long yeah. and see if you survive. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so... You get to, they re you really get to show that that person and people aren't silly. Like they can watch on TV and go, I'm not connecting with that person. Mm. And it probably means the other per they're not connecting as a couple, as a team. Yeah. Like, you know, or they are connecting and you go, oh my God, I love that person. Yeah. And it's because that person's, you know, they're getting along. It's, they're a genuine person. You get, you get I think you get to see all these things through this show. Yeah. Um, but they just, you know, the, the whole, the whole aim 
and even like Australia and, and the UK are exactly the same, yet that they want everything to platform the best possible parts of that person. Yeah. I just think it's so positive. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And then that whole journey and sort of their expression comes through like yeah. in, the, in the dancing. Yeah. Where you can see by the way they dance, whether they're yeah. stressed or whether, whether they're just oh. enjoying themselves. Or, <laughs> yeah. And all their amazing quirks. I just think it's so good. Like, yeah, there's, there's so much more you get out of a person when you like, when like you bring a big personality into, into our world and then you give them all this like ability to show themselves, mm. like you can play with it so much. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. And then on the last series, you were partnered up with... Courtney Axe. Courtney Axe. Also known as Shane Jennick. Shane Jennick from Brisbane. Yeah. <laughs> so for, for those of you who don't know who Courtney Act is, Courtney Act was born a man and yes. is uh, a drag queen. Drag queen. So I would do rehearsals with Shane. Yeah. And then I would see Courtney on Saturday. Oh, oh that's interesting. Actually, no, because we had Monday, Monday shows. We didn't have Saturday right. shows. Right. So um, during the rehearsal week, you've just come in like... Shane. Yeah. As a dude. Yeah. <laughs> and dude. then at the weekend... Muscle top. And, no uh, way. See, I didn't yeah. know that. Muscle top, three inch heels. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah. Was it... Um, did they come to you with, did the show come to you with the idea and say this is what we want to do like was there a conversation that happened before or did it just no no there wasn't right yeah uh, so it was it was a big shock and uh, and yeah but I think they kind of nailed my personality and yeah they knew that it was going to work because I'm I don't know I'm pretty open and um, uh, yeah I'm just an open kind of easy person so they're kind of yeah I think they handed it to me yeah. and they said, "Yeah, make magic." Because <laughs> it's yeah, like so. The, so, like we said at the beginning, the the sort of um, the topic of same sex dancing and whether it should yeah. be on shows like Strictly or you know whatever. Because it's happening all the time in like competition world yeah. now. It's like quite it's quite big. Like yeah. there's loads of couples doing it. Yeah. Um, you know whether a show like Strictly or Dance or Dance with the Stars. I think in Denmark had had it as well just now. I think Italy had it. Italy maybe did it. Yep. Yeah. Um, you know, the, this whole conversation of, of whether to do it. Like when, when you, at the point where you knew that it was going to be happening, when you, when you were partnered up, did you have any, any reservations about it? Or what, what were your first sort of thoughts about the whole thing? Or did it not even occur to you? You always, I think in these situations, because there's, there's going to be a bit of backlash because it's something different and new. You, mm. You're going to be worried about what the public think and how they take it. But then if they also place it in your hands, you have the opportunity to present it in a really beautiful package for everyone mm. to have a look at. And that was my goal. So I had someone who was already an awesome performer that was a pretty hot looking drag queen, yeah. <laughs> classy, um, legs to die for. And you had to see the arch, like her arch is ridiculous. I was like, how much, have you done dancing before? Uh, like a couple of jazz classes as a kid. Oh, you definitely I'm said like, arch. Arch. At first I thought you said ass. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> arch, foot arch. Yeah, yeah, arch yeah. Arch in the foot. Um, and yeah, so I was like, well, actually we can make this pretty spectacular if we are clever with it. Mm. Uh, and and let's, let's show the people of Australia, how awesome this could possibly be. Let's let's see if we can do that. Yeah. And I feel like we did. We went mm. in every week. We got top of the leaderboard every week apart from one week. <laughs> Hell. Yeah. 
And we, and I think from week one, we were just shocking ourselves. We're like, um, that went really well. Like, yeah. because also Courtney Act is a, a phenomenal performer as mm. soon as, and a live performer, which I think is, is also quite special. So if you've got someone that's has the ability to keep on going through a show, regardless of whether things go right or wrong, that's, that's a skill that we only learn mm. as dancers mm. having to perform live. Yeah. Right. Um, like no like okay we're going to do another take like no 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 this this got to happen now so um there were several situations where she would just keep on going through something i'm like oh god is she going to stop now or is something going to happen here no 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 just power through to the Amazing. next thing i'm like oh heaven <laughs> with something better sometimes something better would come from that i was like this is amazing um, but we got to do so many cool things like we did one week uh, it was week four we got to do a tango where courtney went from courtney to shane during the piece yeah yeah so and the dress unraveled mm. and at the end you had shane standing there with like little um skin colored pants on but it looked as though he was naked. Right. Uh, and it was about his uh, journey through uh, uh, discover. Oh, it was his journey to find comfort in his femininity. Right. Because yeah. he was going through this situation in his, in his life where he wasn't sure if he wanted to be transgender or not. And he found this Joe Jackson song, Real Men, quite um, uh, like it. it it was quite potent with its with its message about mm. like you know what does it mean to be a real man and mm. it's like I don't I feel like a man but I just don't feel like I'm masculine all the time sometimes I feel feminine mm. and he at length had conversation with himself and some of his uh, peers and he came to the conclusion that actually sexuality is on a spectrum and sometimes well with a lot of people it fluctuates it like it, it goes from um, it goes from this side to that side with masculinity and sometimes he feels like you know a boy or a man he feels strong like that and then in other situations he's more feminine and he's okay with that i think it was coming to terms with being okay with your feminine self sometimes mm. and i think that's pretty powerful um just in general for everyone like why do we have to be 100 percent masculine 100 percent feminine why can't yeah. we why can't we just hover around on this spectrum sometimes and mm. be cool with it yeah but, yeah i get goosebumps just thinking about that like because yeah. that's to me that's that's the power of something like what dance can can bring with yeah, it yeah. like just the the expression of something like that yeah is is what it the whole thing should be about and it, it so it doesn't matter no. what gender you are at that point it's just something that's being being expressed yeah and that's why i've been getting into it quite a lot on twitter just just recently because people are going well no the tradition is it's supposed to be a, a man and a woman yeah, dancing with each other and I've been quite open saying if, if I was asked to dance with a man I wouldn't have an issue with it I have no yeah. idea whether a show like Strictly has any plans to do it or not this has sort of got nothing to do yeah they keep on coming out that. and stuff in the papers but, so it's like, yeah I have, no, I, I have no idea <laughs> but if but if it was to um, if I was to be asked to dance with a man for anything for a theatre show mm. or for, um, for for Strictly or, or, or whatever I, I wouldn't have a problem with it and actually i think it would be quite interesting and choreographically to choreographically, think around it and, really interesting like yeah. you know where you would head with it um and how you would yeah how you would work the steps and obviously who's gonna lead yeah <laughs> yeah because obviously courtney act was for the most part playing the woman she led in, sometimes in like a man woman partnership <laughs> <laughs> there was a few spots i was like hey can i do that please <laughs> oh god but we had such a good relationship so we'd laugh ourselves through it <laughs> but, um yeah absolutely like having to 
you know, figure out how that would actually work with, you know, um, two men. I think, yeah, I think it's interesting. I think more than anything, it's interesting rather than, you know, looking at it going like, oh, this is tradition and that's what it should mm. be and shouldn't be. So. Because traditions change all the time. Like, yeah, you don't want to live by tradition all the time. I mean, look at some of the traditions that we've had to break in order for society to, to move yeah. on and move forward. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, big, there's big shit, like yeah. slavery. Well, it's tradition, like we've always had these and yeah. whites have been in more power and da, 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 like, yeah, yeah. that you think, okay, maybe it's good to change those traditions. Yeah. Like, it's it's probably a good idea to move yeah. forward from that and think about exploring other ideas. It's harder but, for people, to, I think, um, maybe that are older than us to kind of, yeah, to, to, to keep on changing. I think we're, we're lucky and we're probably in that little middle ground here where mm. the people younger than us, they're going to be really adaptable and they're going to be able to change like that. Mm. We can change. We probably need a bit more convincing. We're but on the, the cusp. Yeah. But the people that are older than us, I think they're, they've already had everything really stable and it's kind of, it's, yeah. it's had that influence of the generation before them. That's a certain way for stable. a long time. And now it's like, well, everything's cool. What's the yeah. problem? Like, it, yeah, I get that. But if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Like, it's like, mm, but people... It's not about people being suffer. broken. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's about how can we improve or how can we... How can we listen to each other and be better to each other? It's yeah. Like, why is exactly. that bad? Like, mm. Yeah. Yeah. I know. that that That's the thing for me. And then, like, even just... Okay, you can talk about things like slavery and whatever. But, yeah. But when it comes to dancing, like, traditionally, when ballroom dancing was first a thing... I read that, that people would dance apart from each other. There wouldn't be actual body contact at the origins oh, yeah. of ballroom dancing. Wow. There wouldn't actually be body contact because for a man and a woman to be dancing actually with contact of oh, their bodies, was, yeah, it was deemed to be <laughs> filthy. Like, it's disgraceful. Oh. And when the first people started doing it, started dancing up close, like, there was outrage. People oh, wow. were, were so outraged. Well, no, traditionally, we, do, we dance apart from each other. We yeah. should, shouldn't. This is a bad message for our kids that we yeah. dance so close. Now, like the older generation of today, accept that ballroom dancing, traditional ballroom dancing, is danced completely up close, and, yeah. and it's and it's nice, and it's I don't know somehow. How it's supposed to lead? You've got to lead with your body. If you imagine if you're like dancing with like a meter between you, you have to use your arms for everything. It's like, yeah. you're like driving a truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But the point being that like tradition is just something that's like a, a rule or a law that's been there for a while. Yeah. That doesn't mean. It's the law of the universe. No, like it, it has to be that way forever. Yeah, infinite. Yeah. So, so I think everything can have a, have a little um, adjustment every now and then or just a review. Let's have a review on this and kind of... Yeah. <laughs> and, talk, you know, and what I find amazing in the last couple of years um, with like Drag Race... Yeah. Um, ...is how drag queens went from... And this is, this is amazing. I had a chat with, uh, with Shane about this, um, Courtney Act... Mm. we he said I said why are you so humble you're just you're just such an awesome human you're a brilliant performer I said but you're just the most humble awesome person like we're such good mates like on a real on a real level mm. and he said well you got to understand that it's only a few, been a few years that I've gone from being that person that no one spoke to in the room to the person that everyone wants to be with and stand next to and have a photo with and then I just That's clicked really in my head and I said oh you want you know what I have no idea <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what you've been through. Mm. Um, and at that point, I was like, yeah, of course. Like, can you imagine, like, can you, can you think about, like, five, ten years ago before the likes of Drag Race and how popular and famous it is? Yeah. Those 
drag queens or you know people that dress um, dress as drag queens or even like transgender or cross-dressing or whatever mm. uh, like just shunned for their decisions when we're yeah. talking about pieces of material on a body mm. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, yeah and now it's a bit now it's on TV now it's cool yeah and that and those people are accepted and they're celebrated which and they is can fantastic. just live their lives now yeah exactly yeah and they're not just celebrate that not just live their lives but be put on a pedestal yeah. like be the most exciting person in the room yeah like genuinely yeah i'm yeah, like yeah. this is good this stuff's good yeah yeah <laughs> keep it going tv yeah exactly yeah <laughs> no um josh I, I know you've you've got to uh, rush off oh yeah because we've um, got a live show to do because uh, Josh is a ridiculously busy man. Josh is sort of alongside Jason Gilkerson, basically running things here at Strictly. And uh, sometimes if someone's injured, he's in the number. Oh, and yeah. Then like yesterday. Oh, yeah. Ali Ash. Yeah. <laughs> and the and week now, before was Neil. No, was it Neil the week before? Yeah. Yeah. You guys yeah. need to sort yourselves out. And now he's got to go and look over the Taylor Swift number. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Make sure that's all right. Oh, goodness. So, uh, Josh, mate, thank you for... Brilliant. Um, thank you. Thank you for this chat. Thanks for coming on the show. I'm sure um, people are going to be uh, getting involved in the conversation. Yeah, awesome. So, Do it, guys. You.